Do you know what an obsession is? Oh, sure. It's like when a guy looks up girls' dresses. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's one kind of obsession, but an obsession means that you get so wrapped up in one thing that you forget all the other important things in your life. And how many of us have done that? We've gotten so wrapped up in one thing in our lives and we forget other important things in our lives, not unimportant things, not things that should be second uh, second in line or third in line, but we forget maybe our family, maybe our kids, maybe the, our relationship with a spouse if we get too involved in work, or we could go the other direction. You get too involved with your kids and too involved in your relationship, and you're, you totally ignore work, and you're running your life into the ground. You can't do that. You need to figure out what are your top priorities and how do you prioritize. That drop was from a darling movie, Kidco, K-I-D-C-O. You may not be able to get it anymore, but it was a movie about kids running a company. And I won't tell you, it's a funny, funny movie. Um, They actually, well, I will tell you, they actually sold manure. (laughs) So there's a tease for you. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions on any problems you're having with kids or in your romantic relationship or with friends or at work or with yourself. And my number is toll free 1-877-DR-KENNER, Dr. Kenner, And my website is drkenner.com. I've got books I recommend and articles you can read. Call me. Don't be afraid. You can call me. Maybe it's late, but just call me. And right now I want to welcome Robert to the show. Robert, you're having difficulty with your wife? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, what's what's going on? Well, uh, I was telling the gentleman before... My first wife I was married to for 46 years before she passed away to cancer. Okay. I waited a few years, and I remarried again. I married a registered nurse that is retired. Mm-hmm. And November of just last year, uh, she we moved, well, we moved up to Oregon from California in 2002. But November of last year, she wanted to move back to California with her grandchildren. Okay. And I said, well, who do you love more, them or me? She said, well, it's a different kind of love, and let's move back to California. Well, I have a home on a quarter acre of land on a corner. It's got a swimming pool. We don't pay no sales tax here in Oregon. Uh, I have a license plate that's good for the rest of my life for nothing. Yeah. And anyway, last year, she went to California basically saying, tough, I'm gone. Yeah. She's still not back today. She will not come back. And now she's talking about separating, you know. And I am retired military, so I also have the VA. And I was talking to a a Betsy Davis, who is an MSPMHNPAPRNBC. I lost you, but that's okay. Yeah. Okay, anyway, she had me on uh, Cymbalta. And then she okay, me I want to, Robert. I want to sidestep the medication because I'm a psychologist. That's not my field of expertise. Oh, okay. So well, she basically, had she had you on medication to deal with what? Depression. Depression. So when did the depression set in? Since my well, I guess it's been the last couple months since my wife. My wife will not come back. Okay. So what you're uh, 
what you're facing is a major conflict. There are times when two top values in your life conflict and it's a no-win choice, meaning she loves the grandkids. She wants to be with them. And Oregon is too far away for her to make maybe a day trip or make it, it's not easy for her to get back and forth. So she wants to be with them and watch them grow up, I'm guessing, right? I would say so, yes. And it's not that she might love you less. It's that that is a top value in her life. And the problem problems happen when you have two top values that are mutually exclusive. And this particular one, because you are passionate about where you live. I mean, you guys chose to move to Oregon. You must love something about Oregon. You love... Nothing. Th- oh, no, Nothing. Nothing's holding you in Oregon? You said well, you have a I home have a with a swimming pool and you'd have the taxes are not an issue and you've got a license plate. So what's holding you in Oregon? Well, I have a do- I have two daughters live up north, well, far north of me in Oregon. But Do you get to see them a here, lot? I don't see them hardly at all. I'm oh. I'm almost I'm almost 80 years old, and they're 52 and Why don't you see your daughters? They're married, and, you know, we just don't communicate. In fact, I don't even communicate with my sisters in California. So you're used to having some cutoffs, meaning potentially very close. I love love to cuddle and and, and hug. And anyway... Cuddle and hug your daughters? uh, No, as far as my daughters... We haven't been together for so long because I was in the Navy for 20 years and they were in different states. And Right, you know, so that one of the tolls one of the tolls of serving your country many times is you really sacrifice on the home front. It's really but, sad. But my problem is, is now I'm figuring for some reason I want to... I've quit taking my medication yeah. in the last week and a half. Okay, you should let your do- doctor know I that. Fe- I feel like I want to just go out and kill myself, get rid of myself. Okay. There is a book at my website, Choosing to Live. Uh-huh. And it it helps you reconnect with what's important to you. Not necessarily to your wife, not necessarily to your kids, but what is important to you, Robert. And killing yourself is never a solution. It's the end of all solutions. True, true. I realize this. Wonderful. So tell me what will keep you alive. What what uh, what action can you take that will make give you some hope, genuine hope? Well, this might sound absurd, but I would like to get say one of these government free grants. I could get rid of this house and I could go back and stay with her down there. Is she open to that? Is she open to that? You going back to California? She won't respond to that. Uh, I email her all the time. Okay, so you can't phone. beat yourself up for the fact that she won't respond. It, it's not, she needs to give you feedback, but you can't force her to give you that. So you want to always make a contingency plan. I recognize I can't force another person's mind. And if they don't want to communicate with me, it's very painful. But don't beat yourself up about it. I don't want to beat myself up about it. I want to figure out what's a backup plan for me. Maybe to connect more with your kids if you want to try that. But I would get some therapy help. I, you're you're seeing a therapist now, not just for medication, but you're seeing someone to talk to? Yes. Okay. And is that helping you? 
No. Okay, then I would recommend f- going to a website, Academy. Do you have a paper and pencil? Academy. Of CT. It's all one word, Robert. Academy okay, of CT. Academyofct.org. O-R-G. And you, you want to get yourself a cognitive therapist in your neck of the woods. What type of a therapist? Cognitive. C-O-G-N-I-T-I-V-E. Academyofct.org. You can go to my website, and I have a link there also, drkenner.com. But you want to get yourself help ASAP. You want to value yourself. You want to cuddle yourself, Robert. Right. And give yourself what what you're longing for. You can't force somebody else's mind, so you do want to make backup plans, but work with a therapist, and you can also get that book, Choosing to Live. And that's by Corey Newman. I've got 45 more years to go, you see. (laughs) Okay, well, you want to have whatever years you have left, the same with me, as good as you can make them. Listen, thank you so much for your call. If you want to hold on, I'll talk to you during the break. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. How do you make yourself worthy? Genuine self-esteem comes from relying on your power to think. This means, for example, taking facts seriously even when you don't like them. Can you really afford that new car? Exerting mental effort to gain knowledge rather than drifting through life in a daze. Do you try to improve your job skills, your knowledge of the world? Thinking independently rather than blindly following others out of passivity or fear of disapproval. Do you ever pretend to agree with things that friends say even though you strongly disagree with them. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.